May I speak in the name of God. I want to invite you to take a look around, say hi to the person on your left, and the person on your right. Give them a smile, give them a wave. Yeah, maybe the person in front of you and behind you. Yeah, we are here. We are here today. With our exhaustion and our stress, our to-do lists, our seasonal depression, we are here, friends. In person or online, we're here even after all that the last few weeks and months have thrown at us. A bishop election, an election election, a stewardship campaign, work, school, and everything else. We are here today. And I want to invite you to take a deep breath in and let it out. Just let go of the grip on our to-do lists because there's no way we can ever truly be prepared for Christmas. December 25th is going to come one way or another. That baby is going to be born. So why not just for today, or just for this moment, ease into the softness and mercy of this season? The Advent season invites us all into receptivity to God's mercy. This is a season of anticipation, of awaiting God's coming into our lives and into the world. Each year, Advent is an opportunity to renew our relationship with Christ, to invite him to be born anew in our hearts. Because from year to year, we are not the same. Our lives are not the same. This season gives us space to explore what parts of our hearts long to receive Christ this year. What parts of our spirit long for renewal and what parts of our lives seek healing. This whole Advent season is held by Mary, Mother of God. This whole season with all its promise of Christ's birth, ministry, and renewal of the earth is held by Mary. Her yes makes possible our ability to anticipate Christ's coming. Mary's yes Mary's willingness to receive God in her body makes the whole Christian story possible. There is so much mercy expressed in her yes. Mary accepted this call amidst uncertainty about what this meant and where it would lead. 
That's really the best any of us can ever do. Mary's pregnancy holds the past, present, and future of the Christian story. Here in Advent, we are with her, suspended between what is and what is to come, held in grace in the unfolding potential of our lives and our walk with God. We can follow Mary into the softness of this season, making room to receive God's Spirit. The midwinter season we're in is also an invitation to softness. The birds and the squirrels are making their nests. Trees are sending the energy collected during the year down to their roots to store for the spring. The leaves grow thick in the woods on the floor. Dark falls early and all afternoon is golden hour. This season invites us to follow the natural world into nesting, nourishing and regenerating our bodies, our spirits, our closest relationships. When our obligations don't allow as much rest as we need, winter can become stressful and draining. The darkness and loneliness of this time might overwhelm us with all that's going on in the world. Our own personal winters may linger. But God wants more for us. The scriptures, liturgy, rituals, and celebrations of this season help us turn again towards the light amidst the midwinter darkness. Whenever we turn back to the light, we join Mary in her yes to God. Whether it's for a few minutes or for a day, whenever we turn back to light, we make a little more room for hope and love in our lives. God so much wants to meet us in that love. God's love is infinitely available. Each time we turn again towards the light, we make more room for God's loving mercy and healing grace. This week's Gospel passage describes Jesus' ministry of love to John the Baptist. Like Mary, John the Baptist was eagerly anticipating Christ's birth and ministry. Like Mary, John's story was so tied up with Jesus's. Most of John's appearances in scripture give the impression of an unflappable desert mystic who lived with wild animals and spoke truth to power. John is seen as a paragon of faith and courage. Yet this passage brings us to John in a time of doubt, in prison, in a time of fear 
and stress. John sends his disciples as messengers to Jesus, asking, Are you really the one? I think we can perhaps join John in this doubt that arises during times of stress, fear, and uncertainty. Times of wondering if God is really there. If we're really following God, if we're on the right track. Times of wondering where God is amidst all that is going wrong. Times of wondering, God, can I trust you? Jesus' answer is beautiful. He doesn't reply yes or no. He doesn't affirm John's question from from the headspace, intellectual knowledge or belief. He invites John into his body. He asks John, what have you seen? Jesus invites John to trust his lived experience of seeing the good news. Jesus invites John to recall his life of faith, of miracles, and to trust that. To let that be enough. To let that matter. There's another piece of mercy in this story. You see, John could have kept his question to himself. By asking, his doubt is made known publicly. It changes his image. And it demonstrates trust in Jesus. Creates an opportunity to receive love. Jesus still praises John's faithfulness, his authenticity. That is a mercy to all of us. Faithfulness doesn't require certainty. There's so much space for doubt. In our times of doubt and distress, reaching out to God, to a mentor, to loved ones, reaching out makes space to receive love. So often, Jesus' way of teaching is like this, not giving an intellectual answer, but answering a question with a question, asking, what have you seen? Inviting his followers to ponder and discover the good news ourselves. His question is for us, too. What do we see? Can we see the good news? Can we see all the good things that are happening? Jesus invites us to be open to finding God in the unexpected, to receiving mercy, to trusting what we see and how we feel, trusting that vision of our hearts, and offering our small daily yeses 
to God, and to love. Friends, this is a season of hope, of joy, and mercy. It's a season full of promise. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. A light shall come in the darkness. Christ is coming, friends. May we be open to receive. Amen.